Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today we're here with Jennifer Malott. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Awesome. Doing wonderful. So we love to start off with the most difficult question of all. Oh, okay. I'm ready. You ready? Who is is Jennifer Malott? Who am I? Okay. Um, Well, I am a recording artist. I live here in Indianapolis, Indiana, but I record in Nashville, Tennessee. That's where my producer is. Um, I'm 25 years old, almost 26. Uh, My birthday is um, on the 22nd. So I'm, it's, it's pretty close to my birthday. So depending on when you're watching this, but um, yeah, I absolutely love music. Um, I've been dancing and singing for a very long time. I've been dancing since I was eight years old and uh, started my professional music career right after high school, I would say. Um, So really just getting into my music and writing and songwriting, learning guitar, um, all that stuff. I really started um, doing that right after high school. So been an amazing journey so far. I've met so many incredible people and um, just wonderful friends in general. I absolutely love the um, indie artist community. Um, I'm just, I just am really happy with where I am right now. And, um, you know, just looking to grow, of course. I hope 2022 is a great year um, for all of us. Uh, I know the past couple of years have been crazy. So um, I'm really looking forward to a great year. Wonderful. That's awesome. And so happy birthday early. Uh, When you're watching this, you're going to all wish Jennifer a happy belated birthday. Probably it'll probably be up right (laughs) after her birthday. So be sure to stop by all of her socials and say happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Anytime. So we were talking about some of your upcoming releases and we were talking about the one coming out uh, showdown. You want to tell us a little bit about that song? Yeah. So um, my song that I'm actually coming out with, on my birthday is uh, on 122 is Firestorm. Um, so sorry, I'm sorry, song, my bad. No, you're fine. No problem. <laughs> uh, Showdown um, I put out uh, last year, and Trouble Time is my recent one that I put out. It, I I think it's been six weeks now. So um, all of those I've written myself, and Firestorm is coming out on my birthday. So that's what's coming. Um, it's a it's a song about. Um, a person growing through life and how, um, you know, if you're bullied or something like that, um, you just really have to ignite your fears and go with it. Um, I absolutely, you know, Firestorm means a lot to me because I've been bullied in the past. Um, it's all about the feeling of, um, kind of like walking on glass and just pushing through because sometimes it can be really difficult. So I wanted it to be like an anthem for those kind of people that have been through something um, really difficult in their life or just bullying or just having a rough time. Um, But it's about just like igniting your fears and just going for it. So I'm really excited about it. So that's Firestorm. I will not forget this Firestorm. I got that now. 
no problem. So, so two years from now, somebody asked me, when did that come out? I'd be like, oh, that was uh, January 22nd on her no. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Showdown um, is a song that I, I put out last year. And it's probably one of the biggest songs that I've put out. Um, it, uh, it did very, very well. And um, it's probably one of my favorite songs that I wrote. So I was so grateful when it um, did well, like in my my Malader community there. That's like my fans and my, my friends and my fans and everybody, I call them my Malader's nation. Um, but they were just so like, they really liked that song. And um, so many people just really enjoyed it. So I really hope that the next couple releases are the same way. Um, but you know, it's all about um, just connecting with people through music. That's my goal. And um, to heal people with uh, my music as well. So yeah. <laughs> and, and that song was beautiful I did get to listen to it I just always when I listen to songs sometimes yeah. I'm like did someone send that to me already because I get pre-release right. songs so I'm like uh oh what did I, <laughs> I hate oh to- I bet you get so much music and it can probably be very overwhelming so I totally understand yeah it's just the date factors I'm like when was this out I don't know keeping the dates and- <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's hard to oh. keep up for sure yeah absolutely so Tell us, since you didn't start your music till really pretty much after high school, and that's when you started to learn to play guitar then? Yes. Yeah. Um, I I have been singing throughout my life. Um, I did competitive dance and singing, um, doing um, regionals and nationals, uh, fairs, um, events around town. I was in a vocal group. So I, I definitely have been in the music um I've definitely been dancing and singing for a very long time. Um, But professionally, I would say um, right around maybe a year or two after high school is when I really started um, getting really into my professional career. And I started learning guitar actually during the time COVID hit. So I've been playing for a few years now. So, um, but that's also when I was really writing, um, songwriting and everything. Um, I did co-writes and things like that, but I really started to dive into my own, um, songwriting and music like that around the time COVID happened. Um, I had a lot of time on my hands, so I tried to use, um, the best, um, tried to be as good as I could be with the time that I had being stuck, you know, like being yeah. stuck at home instead of doing live events and everything. So um, I got some content in and I started just really trying to, um, you know, really dive deep and, you know, reflect on my life. And it was, um, you know, I know it was a very difficult time for everybody and I just tried to make the best of it. So and you're not the only person I've heard about two or three other people that learned to play guitar during COVID yeah. because they're like, you know, I really didn't know how to play. I mean, I could play a couple chords, mm-hmm. but I had to learn because we were getting more into writing. And at that point, they're like, I had right. some great ideas, but no one to join me for it. So, yeah, I want to say I was I was um, learning a little bit here and there. And mm-hmm. I just was like, I want to just dive really deep and really get into it. So of course, like when you, when you play an instrument, you never stop learning. Um, but I feel like I'm at a pretty good spot now and, um, I feel really comfortable and I love performing live and, you know, doing two hour, three hour gigs, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So during COVID, it really prepared me, um, you know, just like reflecting on myself in general, but also um, songwriting and playing and, um, you know, also like we all had a transition, right? We had a big transition from 
um, live events to doing things online. So it was a lot of learning for sure. But um, I think all in all, it's going to really benefit all of us. Um, but yeah. Absolutely. So who are some of the women that have inspired you to, to follow music? Oh my goodness. Um, wow. I, so I'm, I absolutely love music. I listen to all genres. Um, but one of my biggest inspirations is Carrie Underwood. Um, I know that's a big um, role model for a lot of people. I just really think she is terrific. I really like how she's really well-versed. I like how she, you know, does a bunch of different genres, different styles. Um, she does some, you know, religious things, some Christmas music, obviously, and um, some modern country. She likes to dabble in old country. And um, there's just like, she does swampy, she does jazzy. I just like, I really am inspired by her music. It's like, she's always on her she's always on her toes and just like I just love listening to her music in general um and I really grew up with Shania Twain um I think that's another really big one for me um she's just somebody that I look up to also oh my goodness um I really like Kelly Clarkson Kelly Clarkson's more pop but she also did a lot of country too um I like let's see Carly Pierce Kelsey Ballerini um you know the um, more of the, I don't, I don't want to say new country, but the, you know, they're younger and they have been in the business for a short period of time compared to like Carrie and Shania and everybody. But, um, I like Reba McIntyre. I like, um, Miranda Lambert. So just a lot of different women in country. Wonderful. That's such a wonderful list too. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure yeah. that any of the women in country we could pick out and they're wonderful too. Like, Oh my goodness, yeah. or even outside of country. And I say that because someone had once said Alanis Morissette and I was like, yeah, she changed songwriting. She changed songwriting uh-huh. because not two verses were the same. So exactly. Yeah. And you know, it, when it comes to songwriting, there's so much you can learn from different people and you, you start seeing patterns in people's music. Um, and it, and it's really interesting, you know, some people um, when they, when they're creating a song, you can kind of already tell where they're going with it. And sometimes it's a big surprise. So it's definitely really good for me to keep on um, listening to a bunch of different songs because it just is really inspiring. And um, me being a songwriter and, you know, on the probably the more beginning side of my journey, it's just really cool to see so many different avenues you can go down. Um, So. Yeah. But let me, let me ask you, do you, when you do a song now, obviously now that you play guitar better and, and you know, that's more, yeah. you know, do you find that you come up with the melodies faster or do you start with lyrics or do you kind of do both at the same time? You know, um, that's a really good question because I, so I, I really feel like I'm more into the lyric side of things. Um, I'm a very big reader. I love reading books. I love telling stories Um, I love putting myself into people's shoes. And that's basically the job of a, of an artist in general is to just put yourself into a character's shoes or a person's shoes and just really um, try to connect, you know, try to connect with people. My big goal is to um, help people heal with my music. Um, I know in my life, things um, that I've been through or, you know, just moments in my life, I can, I can remember a song that, in that moment I was listening to, you know, and I want to be that for somebody. I want, I want to be, um, I want to be something that 
people can like play my song and it just makes them feel good, you know, or um, they know that I, I've felt the way that they have felt before. So, um, but I just, I love music in general. Um, what was that question again? Cause I, I kind of just started going the other way. <laughs> it was, it's all good. It was, do you start with lyrics or music or both? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, it really depends because sometimes I'm driving in the car and, you know, I'm humming and then you start, you know, keep adding on to something. So it really just depends. Um, But sometimes I write a few lines and then I try to connect them and then I go with like the guitar and I try to like pick something out. But other times I'm just playing on the guitar and then I, I, I just am just kind of messing around and I'm like, Ooh, I really like that. And then that's how a song starts. So I don't really, I kind of have a formula, but I don't, it just kind of is the way it is. <laughs> oh, good. It's not very helpful, and you know, but... <laughs> there, there are no two people the same. No two people. I mean, with the exception of someone that's just a lyricist or just a composer, then it's a little right. different, you know, then mm-hmm. what is your process? How do you get inspired? Where do you, you know? So yeah, right. it's just uh Different. Another when big you do thing with me is like when I get inspired, I have to write things down. Like I have multiple notebooks and journals and <laughs> post-it notes, and um, I guess I'm more of a lyricist. But um, you know, I like both. I, I I I try my best to grow constantly. So you know, <laughs> it just depends. <laughs> well, it's wonderful. So, are you ready for some fun, silly, crazy questions? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. There are no right answers. Well, there might be a right answer to one of them, but you know, it's okay. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Okay. I'm ready. So I'm excited to know what the last thing is that you read. Ooh. Oh my gosh. What is the last thing that I read? I, I mean, I, I'm a very big Christian, so I've been reading the Bible a lot, but I know that's, you know, that's, that's a staple. So um, I'm trying to think of something. I actually purchased Carrie Underwood's. um, She, I don't, I can't remember what the title is, but she just came out with a massive book. And um, I've been reading her book about her life and her story. Um, Very fascinating stuff. Uh, Her growing up in Oklahoma and living on a farm and how she transitioned into her music career. So that's what I've been reading. But um, I really love reading fantasy, um, you know, young adult, um, the, there's another, oh, cat, sorry, <laughs> that's me, <Miko>. Hi, Kitty. <laughs> that was Miko, my black cat. Tigger, come on, wake up, there's a cat visiting, go. <laughs> I don't know, she's never done that, so I apologize, oh. Do that she knew that she knew that I liked cats that she was coming to give me a hug apparently like Tigger does so it's all good yeah she maybe she like could have the that she like knew the vibe like that you were a mm-hmm. cat person so she feels comfortable um um the mad I think it's like the magic of tidying up um by Marie Kondo I think is her name don't quote me because I can't remember off the top of my head but it's about it's a book about tidying up your life and, um, you know, decluttering and um, all that kind of stuff. And something that's really cool that I really took from that book was, um, you know, 
do things that you absolutely love and, you know, certain items, make sure that they spark joy in your life. So like I've been decluttering and cleaning up. So I read a lot. But, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good book for everyone to read too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Come on, baby. Like I want to be there, but I'm not sure. It's too close to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I don't I know what she's that. doing. <laughs> she's just having fun. That's all. Be a cat. Yeah. Yep. So hypothetically, if I came to you and said I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Wow. It's a hypothetical. It's not real. <laughs> um, you know, that's never really come across my mind. <laughs> there is a place. <laughs> How do you really answer that question? Is this like, um, so my dad you should probably I, say a place that if they actually do find a body, they won't come find you. Right. <laughs> Well, so I live next to a reservoir. It's called Geist Reservoir. And recently they um, dug this giant hole. It's a, it basically looked like a gorge. Um, my, my dad and I went back there and um, it was a few years ago, but I went back there and like, we could see like hawks floating like uh, under us. And it was just absolutely insane, but they just filled it with water. So maybe there but maybe there? Oh. Know, that's not really a question that <laughs> that i've been asking. you shouldn't give a real answer that's a fake answer <laughs> no that wasn't that's really the only place i can't think of anywhere else that's oh. just i don't know it's a very interesting question it is some of us watch too much uh, crime shows that's you know too many of those <laughs> yeah. that's what it really is that's where it stemmed from oh my gosh <laughs> oh. so what's the best concert you've ever been to Carrie Underwood. I know I keep talking about her, but I, I she was phenomenal. Um, I absolutely loved her show. She was just like high energy the whole entire time. Um, another really big one was Coldplay. Um, I got to see them um, years ago, but I was I was not like in the front row by any means. I was in kind of the rafters, but like the beginning of the rafters. And there was these special moments where there was this trampoline that they walked out to and um, they were like jumping and, you know, playing their guitars and there's confetti and, you know, giant balls that were just like bouncing off like people. And it was just like such a memorable moment. So when I, when I think of concerts and maybe someday I could have, you know, a concert like that. I, I definitely think something that's really interactive is really memorable. Um, you know, when people shine their uh, phones, like with their little flashlights and they're going like this. And when you just have thousands of people and, you know, you're all just like, everyone obviously are huge fans of whoever they're listening to. So it was just a really cool moment. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to be able to create moments like that with people. Like when I start doing things like that, hopefully someday I will. Well, you can yeah. do that now. It's just on a lower budget, like those little trampolines. Right. And, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, I can help God. you out with that one. <laughs> Have some like confetti poppers. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Just get yeah, her in, in the front row, confetti poppers. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. So, I actually did the- something kind of like that. 
I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, no, no, go ahead. I'll Did be you? really fast. Um, but <laughs> one of the songs that I wrote is called Senses and it definitely has like a beachy vibe. It's the feeling of falling in love. And one of the um, times that I was out last summer, I opened up for Jason Pritchett and he's, um, he's like an artist and I sang senses and we started throwing beach balls out to the crowd and it was just really fun. So um, that's like the little, that's like the little version of what I witnessed in Coldplay, but, (laughs) but I want to be able to do that someday. So you have to start somewhere. So that was the start, right? Yeah. That's it. Little beach balls. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. So what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Hmm. Well, my family has supported me immensely, my mom and my dad and my, you know, my whole entire family, really. Um, I would definitely make sure that they are set for life. Um, I'm an only child. I don't have any brothers or sisters. Um, so I would probably buy a home um, for my my parents. Um I mean, we have a gorgeous home now, and I'm obviously very grateful for my home and everything. Um, maybe like a home in Nashville. I'm not sure. Um, I, I I always feel like I'm going to stay here in Indiana, but, you know, if you just won the lottery, it'd be nice to buy a house in Nashville. Um, but, you know, I would just really make sure that my family is set for life, and then I would probably save a lot of it. I, that's not exciting, but I would save it for my future and invest in my music because I would probably um, invest a lot of it in my music because my family has really um, taken care of me. And, you know, I, I, I just am so grateful for my mom and dad. Um, they've been with me through thick and thin my entire life and they've supported me in everything that I do, um, every decision I've made. And, it'd be really nice to be able to pay them back and just, you know, I, I know that's not what parents want to hear. Like they're not like expecting to get paid back or anything. Cause it's your daughter or whatever, but you know, it'd be really nice to just take my parents out and um, have a great time. So that's probably what I would do. That's wonderful. I love it. Thanks. I love, I love when people get back to their family right away. That's, that's the best I think. Yeah. So do you ever speak in song lyrics? Yes. I, I will. So if you're having a conversation and you say something and then I know it's in a song, I'll start singing that song, but I'm not sure. Is that what you meant? What do you mean? Like what, what kind of like that, like response in lyrics or response as a song, you know? Yeah. Like, and, like and in the middle of something, let dad, it go, you know, <laughs> my, my, my close friends and uh, my mom and dad, we have this like telepathy sometimes where, you know, I'm doing dishes and I start singing something and they're like, I was singing that in my head too. And it's like, Oh, so are we all like in the same vibe? Like, do we all, are we all singing in our heads together? <laughs> but, you know, like, that's the goal, right? The goal, yeah. the goal of the songwriter is to mm-hmm. create an earworm and, that's what they call it sometimes. <laughs> and, you know, if I could be that for somebody, that would be amazing. And I can start singing my song and they're like, hey, that was in my head. So, but yeah, definitely. I do that a lot. So what job would you be terrible at? What job? Yes. 
Ooh. Hmm. What would be what would be yours? Because I need some ideas. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have to think about that. I'd probably say, uh -huh. you know, I do some <laughs> IT work and some computer work, and I do obviously all of the technical stuff here. But I mean, if I had to do the same IT stuff day in and day out, I'd probably I think that's why I've never gone into the computer realm from any of my teaching, learning, you know, things like that, education. Right. So, yeah, I think that would probably be only because it's the same, like, same things over and over. And after a while, the idea of coding, I remember back in, you know, years ago, yeah. when to create a web page, you had to write the HTML codes and things like that. And I'm like, yeah. this bores me. Like, it's cool when it's created, but I'm like, this bores me. <laughs> like, I... Exactly. There, <laughs> I, you know, that's really tricky, but I would probably say math, anything that has to do with math, because my brain just doesn't work that way. Like, when I was in high school... Um, obviously I was very into the arts, but I absolutely loved, you know, science and history and English. And I was friends with my English teacher and, you know, it, it that kind of stuff, like I absolutely loved, but when it came to math, it, I was just, I just did not like it. I felt terrible about it. Um, it was a struggle for real and probably something like that. I probably wouldn't survive if that was my job. <laughs> I would try to work it out, but yeah. Math is no, no math jobs for you. Got no. it. <laughs> so, what's your game plan for zombie apocalypse? Ooh. Your questions. <laughs> hey, we've had uh, someone say they were going to go stay on an island. I mean, like all kinds of answers. Yeah. So, you know, I saw I saw this one thing on the internet years ago and it stuck with me. And basically these people, and it's real, I don't know where it is, but these people, I think they were like in the middle of a woods, they built a house and the whole house is mirrored. So like it just blends in. So that's probably what I would do. If I won the lottery and <laughs> I <laughs> zombie apocalypse, zombie apocalypse just struck, I would probably build a mirror house in the woods. Well, that's perfect. Probably, but I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Haven't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I'm making you think about it now. So, yeah, we need to know where's Waldo? On Broadway. I don't know. On Broadway? Yeah. Tennessee or I'm New York? I'm see him soon. I'm actually going to Nashville um, on my birthday. So when my song releases, I'll be in Nashville, Tennessee, celebrating my birthday. And um, I'll be singing at uh, Whiskey Bent Saloon and the Commodore Grill. So maybe Wonderful. I'll see Waldo there in the crowd. He might be there. You'll have to let me know. Get a picture okay. for me. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> would, you rather, would you rather order in or cook? Order in. That was fast. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was. <laughs> I, you know, that's one of my resolutions is to learn how to cook because, you know, I know how to cook some things, but, you know, when you can only cook a few, like, things, it kind of gets old. So I want to I wanna really, like, dive deep, you know, learn how to, you know, create really amazing things. But, you know, sometimes as a artist, you're running constantly and you don't have time to go cook a meal so 
Maybe. I'm going to sound like a commercial for one of those delivery meal systems here. But, you know, you could like order one of those and be like, look, I can cook. Just follow the instructions. I'm not saying it's going to taste good yes. or you're not going to burn it. But, no, you know. you're talking. Yeah, you're talking about the ones that are like a subscription that are just like ready yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah there's some like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need that. <laughs> oh, what TV I like show? Yeah. Well, glad. That's the point. They're fun. Yeah. I'm a little crazy, you know, but that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, what TV show would you be a member of? A member? Yes. Like if you wanted to be part of the Friends cast or, you know. Stranger Things. Even though Ooh. that's like, that's, uh, I'm not sure if I'd want to be in their position, but Stranger Things is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, I absolutely love the 80s. Um I was born in 96, so I never got to experience them. Um, but my parents say that, you know, it was when they wa- they've seen Stranger Things and they're like, yeah, I mean, other than all the aliens and crazy stuff that happens, <laughs> the, the 80s vibe was like, it's very, very similar to mm-hmm. what they went through. So um, I would probably say that. I mean, I don't want to be fighting Demogorgons or monsters or anything, but I think Stranger Things is one of my favorite shows ever. So probably that. That's really cool. <laughs> Do you Thanks. prefer boots kind of or nerd. heels? <laughs> what? It's okay. Nerds are good. It's it's all good. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like sci-fi prefer... fantasy kind of stuff. Ah, so do you, now, obviously, you're, since you said 90s, I'm going to ask, do you like the X-Files at all? Um, I feel like I've seen a few episodes, so I, yeah. <laughs> Okay. You know, yeah, because you, you so. were like a kid when they came out, you know. So that's why I'm yeah. asking. Like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if you can watch it anywhere. Is it on Netflix or anything? I, you know, I'm gonna have to check that now because we were just talking about You're that the other day. I'm like, we have to have like a, a marathon watching of it because yes, yeah. let's let's do it. I'm like, let's do it. Yeah, and I'm gonna oh buy you a, a, a Mulder, Agent Mulder yeah. poster that says "I want to believe." <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I love I love the kind of stuff that makes you think. I think um, you know, when you're really like invested in a show, um, that's what I absolutely love. That kind of stuff. The sci-fi crazy stuff. I also love like Lord of the Rings, so you know, I I like I like a lot of stuff. All good stuff. So do you yeah. prefer boots or heels? Boots with heels on them. Ooh, nice. Yes. What's the best thing since sliced bread? Hmm. Sweet tea, cookie dough, bread. <laughs> Wait, I can't say bread. Um, well, you can. You can. Because I, like- I asked sliced bread, so... You know, we actually have a bread maker and my mom taught me how to, to use it. And it's like the best bread ever. But I guess that's considered kind of sliced bread. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I don't know. What are your answers? Oh, we said Dolly Parton one time. You know, I mean, we, we said everything. I mean, I, I just okay. love to hear what, what everyone's answers are. So yeah. I was thinking food. it is that time of the night it's almost dinner time for us right i was like sweet tea dolly part carrie underwood there you go yeah carrie underwood (laughs) although someone yelled at me we were talking about um 
obviously before Betty White's passing, we were talking about, you know, we yeah. can't say her because she was born before sliced bread. I'm like, you know, you had to go ruin that whole sliced bread thing for me, didn't you? Right. Well, people say she actually did turn 100 because if you count all the leap years. Ah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, it's possible. But yeah. yeah. So do you we have any guilty pleasure? <laughs> guilty <laughs> pleasure? Yeah. Guilty pleasure music. And if so, what is it? Oh, okay. I I really love um, electronic music. Like, mm. um, I, not like dubstep, but I like EDM music. I like mm. house, um, all that kind of stuff. I just find it really interesting. Um, I want to be able to, to probably create something like that someday. Um, but awesome. I, I listen to it a lot, so... That's probably my guilty pleasure when it comes to music. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Wonderful. I, uh, yeah, I was like, as soon as you started, I was like, yeah, dance music. Someone's going to say that. I was like, yeah. Well, as a dancer, like, I grew up with so many different genres of music. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I took ballet, so obviously classical music, hip-hop, which is rap, and jazz, which is, it could be really anything, um musical theater more broadway you know tapping uh you could really tap to anything so um pop all that stuff i i really have grown up with like a lot of different genres so i was trying to think of something a little different (laughs) (laughs) perfect so so what's the worst topping you can put on pizza Um, you know, I, I haven't tried the whole pineapple thing, so I can't really say that because I might like that. Um, but I do not like fish. So maybe something that has to do like anchovies or something or, um, something like that, (laughs) but I don't know. I, I, I'm a meat lover, like, you know, the bacon and sausage and pepperoni and all that kind of stuff is so good. So I, I try to keep it that way. Oh, I agree. I'm in. No okay. fish on pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> Great. We can order pizza. We're good. Cool. So if you could be any person for a day um, or a position like a CEO, who would you want to be and why? Gosh, your questions are so like in depth trying to think. I mean, as an artist, I would probably say another artist that is like massive just because I'd like to see what they go through throughout the day. Like if it was like Carrie or Miranda or, you know, Shania or anything, like if they're on tour, I would really love to see that. I'd like to see what their prep is, like what their rooms look like, like what, what they eat before, if they work out or, you know, if they go to church, like I want to know those things. So um, probably, probably something like that. I think it'd be really interesting and really helpful for me. Um, that kind of thing, just to see, cause like when you're, when you're an indie artist, you, when you first start out, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into, right? Because it's, it's such a, it's not a course. Like you, you basically have to learn from the, like from the very beginning and just work your way through it. So 
to be able to see like a big artist just for a day, just to see what they go through. I think that'd be really awesome. That's awesome. Me too. I, I always said that I would do Dolly Parton for the day for sure, because, uh-huh. you know, just, you know, like the time she gets up in the morning, I'm like, I mean, I started doing that because of work, you know, obviously, but you know, yeah. otherwise I'd still be sleeping, but, uh, <laughs> but in that sense, <laughs> I, know, I would still get up, you know, and just be like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this writing thing. And then what does the rest of yeah. your day entail? Like, you know, so, yeah, I, you know, something like that, or um, to be able to travel the world too, is like a really big um, goal of mine. So if I could um, visit somewhere and visit an artist going through like a tour or something like that, that'd be mm-hmm. so fun. That would be awesome. Yeah. So if we had a song, what would it be? If we had a song? Yeah. Like a best friend song, like a, mm-hmm. like going out on town and having a good time kind of vibe. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Or a movie night. We could have a movie night. Movie night song. <laughs> I have this feeling. I, 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 I have this. Yeah, I have this feeling that it'll be like this Disney, like Let It Go song or something. <laughs> no, we're watching X Files, and we're okay. That's right. Sci-fi. And, and Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yes. So something like okay, so- the Matrix vibe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why I don't play the Matrix. The Matrix I I I, Matrix I love the Matrix, like watching it. But at, there are times that I like will fall asleep during it, and I swear to God, every time I try to watch it, it'll be like I just woke up in the day. I'm like I'm gonna watch it, and I will fall asleep during this one little segment every time. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm sorry, thinking, nothing like, personal the to the Matrix. Off, like <laughs> yeah. there's like the the theme song, like that would be yeah. like the beginning of our Maybe. song. So, but yeah, That'd be oh perfect. my gosh. <laughs> So at what yeah. age did you become an adult? Hmm. I probably, I know it's like 18, but I would say probably 22. Cause like 21, like, you know, I, I, I guess 22, just because 22, 23 was when COVID started mm-hmm. and you know, I wasn't a, I was an adult, right? I was like, I was past 18, but going through COVID like really was a time where I really reflected on my life and in good ways and bad ways, you know, just kind of like, okay, like, what do I want for myself? Um, what is the, um, like, how do I want to, once this is all over, right? Once everything starts opening back up, like, what do I want for myself? So I would say probably like 22, 23. I mean, I'm 25, almost 26 now. Um, But I feel like as an 18 year old, when people are like, asking you what you want to do with your life, you don't really know yet. And it's, it's kind of a time where you really need to explore versus like, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Cause I just feel like once you're like five years in, you're kind of like, okay, do, am I, am I doing what I want to do? Or is, do I want to completely change course? You know? So that's kind of like when it came to COVID and everything, I just really reflected on my life. And I think that's kind of when I really started becoming an adult because it's like, okay, it's go time. Like it's time to, you know, really reflect on your life and figure out what you want to do. and 
are you doing everything you can to make it happen? So I guess, I guess I'd say 22. I Great answer. No, I like that answer. I, you know, I always yeah. say, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So I'm apparently not an adult yet. So unless I can be Dolly Parton, yeah. then, you know, okay. But <laughs> well, you know, and, and when you're, when you're a senior in high school, right. It's like, it seems like everyone's asking you like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Like, where are you going to go? And, and when you're that young, it's kind of like, I don't know. Like I have a really there, but there are some people that know some people that are like, you know, right. that they want to be a doctor or a veterinarian or no there's certain things that they're like, I know what I want to do when I grow up. Like that's, that's them, you know? No right. doubt. But because like, because I've been into the arts my whole life, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I didn't want to become a dentist or a doctor or a teacher. Like when you go to college and things like that, like obviously that's extremely important. And I give props to people that are doing that, you know, but as I graduated and everything and I was really into dance and choreographing. Um, I'm a choreographer, so I love choreographing for um, solos, duos, trios, groups, productions. Um, I've been a judge um, for dance competitions too. So kind of come full circle, you know, things like that. Like that's really what I wanted to go towards. So you know, I, I did not go to college. I just was like, Hey, I want to do exactly what I want to do and try to make it work, you know? So, um, I was happy with my choice. And, you know, sometimes people are like, I don't know, like, are you sure about that? You know, um, but you decide later down the road, you want to go to college and you want to be an English teacher. I'm just not saying you would, you you know, you can always do that because there's no age limit on college. I mean, I've seen people in their fifties, sixties, yeah go back to school because exactly. either they either want to learn or they want to get a doctorate or they want to, you know, whatever. So, yeah. yeah. And I just feel like there's sometimes a, like a stigma when it comes to not going to college because some people that's just not in the cards. Like, it's just something that you're like, you know, I don't, there's really nothing that, cause I thought really hard. I thought really hard about it. And I was like, there's just really nothing that brings me joy that I, you know, you know, you can become a dance major, but there's really, when it comes to dance and the arts, it's kind of like you just go do it versus that kind of thing. But it's, it just depends on the person, you know? So um, I just like really kind of fought for being able to pursue my dreams and it's, and it's going well and I'm, I'm happy, you know, I'm really happy. And um, that's like really the goal. As long as you're happy with like, your decision of going or not going or whatever, like that's, that's the goal, you know? So, and my parents have been so (laughs) incredible with it and um, they believe in me and my dreams. And that's really all I can ask for. And um, some amazing fans and friends. And, um, you know, I've, I've met so many incredible people. Like I never would have thought that I would meet people from all over the world you know, and talk to people and talk to people like you. And it's just like, wow, like, you, you never know where your life is going to take you. So I was like, bring it on. <laughs> As an 18, 19 year old, I'm like, let's do it. Like, let's just go. So yeah. Yeah. And every day is a new day. So yep, for sure. If you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Well, I wouldn't say that I would be good at it. Like, let's say I would be good at it, right? Because 
let's be honest, like, I'm not going to be like a track star. Like, that's just not in the cards for me. But, um, man, if I, if I could be a gymnast or, um, you know, ice skating, like those two things, I absolutely love watching. I think they're so amazing. It's like, they're always pushing the limits to what they can do. Um, especially, um, gymnastics, just because it's just so entertaining to watch. Um, maybe something like that, but, um, I tried gymnastics when I was a kid and I didn't, I didn't like it. I don't like being upside down. So that was like kind of a a deal breaker, (laughs) you know? Um, but you know, I, 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 I think watching gymnastics is just amazing. Those people are incredible. are absolutely and you're right the way they push their bodies that's just absolutely phenomenal oh my gosh it's amazing and like I'm a I'm a dancer and a singer I mean I was really into dancing um growing up and um you know I dancing and gymnastics are completely different you know gymnastics you're doing so many different things and it's just it's amazing to see it's amazing to watch so probably gymnastics so tell yeah. our audience, what does the rest of 2022 have for you? You have some new songs coming out. We, obviously, we heard of one for yes. January 22nd. Yes. And then um, so are you, after that, you plan on doing some more releases this year, an album, mm-hmm. an EP? Yeah. Yes. So uh, yes, to all of those. So um, <laughs> Trouble Time was released six weeks ago. Um, Firestorm is coming out on my birthday, the 22nd of January. And I'm going to be putting out another song after that. And I'm going to be putting out an album. So my album is finished and I just have to do some, you know, little things here and there and decide when I want to release it. Um, so I'm definitely putting that out this year, probably early, early 2022. Um, but I've got a lot of gigs uh, set up, um, some wineries, some festivals, um, state fair, um, going to Nashville, obviously I'm going, um, during my birthday. So I'm going to be there multiple times in 2022. It's like a second home to me. So I try to go at least every other month, if not, um, every month, but you know, it just really depends on the weather. Um, cause the Midwest is really crazy. Like January, when it comes to Indiana, it can be like 50 degrees and then it can be like, too <laughs> so when there's <laughs> snow on the ground and stuff it's a little more difficult to travel but um I'm also going to be performing at the ISSA awards in August um so just a bunch of different things I got a fourth of July gig planned um a Christmas thing planned already so um you know I'm just booking for 2022 and um a lot of things are already planned so I'm really pumped about that I'm excited be a great year wonderful i'm so excited too especially for the new music because we love music here thank you thank you so much i'll i'll be sending you all the new stuff so yeah i'm excited i can't wait to share it out so make sure you all go follow jennifer all her socials website you know keep up to date with everything that way you know where she's playing so you can go see her live you know maybe buy some nice merch you know just that would be amazing (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, even if you just like or follow or subscribe or comment or anything like as an indie artist, that just is so beneficial to us. And it really helps us um, follow our dreams and 
Um, I don't really, you know, when it comes to numbers and things like that, it's not really even about that. It's just like, I just want, you know, to be able to have such a wonderful, um, supportive group. And I really do. Milaners Nation is like my heart and um, they've really been with me throughout my entire journey. And, um, you know, when it comes to that kind of stuff, it's like, I'm just so grateful and met so many people all over the world. And um, I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to um, meet some new, more amazing people. And, you know, I'm just grateful for everything. So, but yeah. Well, I'm glad that you were able to join me today. And Thank so you so have much. You here. And this is you are fun. welcome back anytime. Yes, and I'm ready for more crazy, fun <laughs> questions because those were really fun. Great. I'll have to come up with some new ones now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. oh, my goodness. Thank oh. you for having me. And thank you so much for just supporting all of us indie artists in general because, um, you know, people like you really help us um, get our music out there. So um, thank you for having me our pleasure because our goal is to give people music that they don't hear on the radio which most of the women Mm -hmm. you don't hear on the radio so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um i'm just really grateful so thank you for having me this was fun you're welcome and like i said you're welcome back anytime and thank you friends for joining us for another episode have a blessed day thank you guys If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.